What? Stop saying intermish. No, I'm never going to stop saying intermish. And you've said it since now because I've fucking wormed it into your brain. Oh my God, you're a bitch. And it's there forever. And that's what it's called. <laughs> boo -doo -boo -boo, intermish. John. <laughs> I did that for you. Holy shit, these are real life SVU episodes. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And don't listen if you don't want you fucking prick. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, we're just doing a little intermish of we've been getting pretty great emails and messages and stuff from you guys and you haven't read like any of them have you i don't think so i don't check the email like ever so one of them i called gabe and i was like don't read this i want to read this to you out loud and watch your reaction so there's some good stuff that i want to read and like thanks for reaching out you guys oh welcome to svu pod especially heinous i'm tasha i'm gabe oh i'm gabe i'm gabe <laughs> <laughs> You must be on top of that fucking shit when people post stuff, because I don't ever have notifications or anything. Yeah, I usually am. <laughs> That's the best timing, too. Like, I usually am, and your head, like, rubbernecked to your phone. <laughs> it was my mom texting me. I sent her photos of Darla eating a snack, and it's um, just, like, raw smoked salmon. Ooh. Like, not, like, like shreddy smoked, but, like, lox, kind of. And she yeah. loves that shit. Darla's interesting. She's an interesting person. I love her. Usually little kids don't like stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's her I favorite. Fuck, I love the shreddy. I love that, too. And smoke. she loves it, too. But I've been getting the... It looks raw. Mm-hmm. Like, it's pink, slippery, and, like, squishy, chewy. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not raw. No, it's not raw, raw. Raw, raw. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do this. Let's go. I, okay, I, got, I am. Yeah, I know. I got some naps to take. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> Okay, so I'm like converting this room into my little podcasting studio, you know? Mm -hmm. And I ordered this banner from Crackers and Milk, which is super cute. You love that lady. I know. What does it say? See, it says, be kind to everyone except racist and Nazis. Oh, yeah. Isn't that cute? Yeah. I'm going to hang it, it up cute. in here. But she's great, and her shop is great, and you can follow her on Instagram. You can go to her shop at crackersandmilk.com. Crackers and milk. Crackers and milk. <laughs> and then I wanted to mention, because we've been talking to this other SVU podcast called Munch My Benson. Munch My Benson? <laughs> yeah, these guys are fucking awesome. It started out as a blog, and then they turned it into a podcast, and it's these two guys, Adam and Josh. I was like, this is the best podcast podcast name not even about svu just mm -hmm. for podcasting in general right yeah 100 so we've just been talking and supporting each other and they're hashtagging a little bit loud because they're also a small podcast but their format for their show is different like they bounce around with episodes and their recap is pretty it's just like a basic synopsis mm -hmm. you know of the show that they put together themselves but then they like deep go into talking about it about what oh the about the episode about different aspects of it like actors and and the oh. Oh, yeah. Like nature of the crimes and da 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 and all that stuff. But yeah. anyway, we want to support them, so we want to mention them. Munch my Benson. <laughs> They're fun. Yeah, it's funny. I like that a lot. 
And they're smart too. And they're single. I don't know. I don't know if they are. I feel like I'm trying to sell them to my sister or something. Okay. I want to get into some help that people have given us. So this guy, Joseph, sends us an email. The title of the email is Hot Bomb Squad Guy from season one. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. That we like hard. We were like, ugh. Yeah. He was like, just wanted to drop some knowledge on you all. That guy is a regular on the FX show Rescue Me. He plays a firefighter and is constantly without a shirt. You're welcome. I just thought it was really nice for someone to like want to let us know. That there's a shirtless hot guy somewhere that we can see <laughs> more regularly. Yes, Joe, thank you. <laughs> Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Joe. And then this is a much more recent one. It was season two, episode three, closure part two. And that wasn't, was that episode three? Yeah. Oh. So Megan sent us a message. Her Instagram handle is at Chubby Buns. <laughs> Everybody's, God. Everybody's got such cute. I'm so jealous. Mine's like Gabe Joyner. <laughs> <laughs> it should be like Sassy Princess 16. I don't know. Whatever. It's not the 90s <laughs> and I'm picking out my email on Yahoo. <laughs> So she sends us a message. This is legit. Like, I guarantee she was listening and she paused it and she went, I got to send a message right now because this was early as shit. This was like mm-hmm. right when right when it came out. But she said when I was like, I know this 911 operator, like the very beginning of the show. Oh, yeah. And we asked people to like. Yeah. And I'm like, I know this 911 operator, but she she's not credited for this. She's not credited for it. Mm-hmm. It's not even in her own personal IMDb. The 911 operator is Tanya Patano. She was on Weeds. And I'm like, oh, my God, <gasps> I knew I knew her. And she goes, yes, I knew you guys would. She's in a ton of stuff. But Halia Jones is who I'll remember. Me, too. That is exactly what it was from. That's Weeds. how I knew her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. loved that show. Yeah, same. Although after a while, it was like, can you stop sipping on fucking any everything? <gasps> you know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It was very... So you have um, like a crazy oral fixation and that's fine, but like I'm, I can't binge watch you anymore. The go-to prop was too much. It's like an iced coffee. Yeah. I'm going to say something sassy and I'll be like... <sighs> yeah. It's two in the morning and her kid comes in. And he's like, I've had a bad dream. And she's like, I'm crawling in bed. <laughs> and then grabs... A, you're like, what? It makes me think of Sons of Anarchy when Jack's what's his name would like you knew what his energy was going to be every time there was a confrontation because he would get really close and he would talk really quiet and then he would get really loud and he would yell and then he would stomp away who like the main dude in oh the guy that the guy that like wore like white tennis shoes on his motorcycle that's actually a much more accurate depiction of cyclists in southern california It's true. Did you say cyclists? Motorcyclists? No. Gang cyclists? Lance Armstrongists? <laughs> I don't know about motorcycle gangs. Oh my God, one time. So my, I have a friend who used to be a party DJ for um, a radio station and they would she get was? hired. Yes. And they would oh. get hired. She would get hired to do events and stuff. And I would go with her sometimes just for fun and to like be the hype man. Pew, pew. You know, yeah, we went to one and she's like, I have no idea where this is. It was in the middle of nowhere. We're like fucking 20. Yeah. And we pull up to this bar. It wasn't a dirt road, but it was a dirt parking lot. Mm -hmm. And there and it's a wedding. And there are a hundred fucking Harleys out front. And I'm like, holy shit, this is rad, but also super terrifying. I carried yeah. a knife at the time, so it was fine. But like in my mind, I felt better about it. It was a rough crowd. Yeah. Rough crowd. It was fun, though. Yeah. And I didn't get murdered or assaulted, so oh my it was God. fine. When I was like 21, I went with a girl who was doing a... She was going to be stripping at a house with a bunch, for a bunch of dudes. Okay. I went with her as a bodyguard. 
<laughs> like I was sitting down and I was like, Mm-mm. nope. <laughs> like this could easy, easily, if I'm like, hey, don't, hey you, don't yeah. put your hands on her. And they're like, okay, you're raped and dead. Oh my God. Yeah, that's that's what my thought, my thought was. Cause it's like literally a fucking group of guys. Oh yeah. You know? Yes. That are just teetering on the edge of fucking. Yeah. And it's like getting them worked up. I was at a house party once. Was I 20, 19 or 20? I was 20 because I was dating this dude and it was his friend's birthday and we went to a house party and two strippers came and they had like a gross dude with them, obviously to like, you know, bodyguard or whatever. And I was that gross dude. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, whatever. it was a show and they were like off the kitchen smoking, like butt ass naked just hanging out with each other just smoking and then the guy offered me a job stripping and then some girl asked me if I wanted to make out and I kind of wish I did but I didn't because it was like for a show for dudes because then everybody's like horned the fuck up yeah, and they're you like, know. oh, look at these sluts. Uh, it's, for, yeah. it's for us. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. I fucking hate men. Yeah, me too. <laughs> men are trash. I tried to post something the other day. Where is it? I screenshotted it because it wouldn't let me. Oh, I posted it on my personal Instagram, and it was just like, these are some last minute things that Trump did to like shit on that LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. Um. And my original caption was two little hand emojis waving and it said, bye, you disgusting pile of shit. (laughs) And this popped up. The community standards thing. Yeah, it was like the caption looks similar to others that have been reported. Edit caption, learn more or share anyway. And I was like, I'm going to get fucking shut down on Instagram. So I just changed it to like buy trash or something like that instead. Did I tell you that I got kicked off Facebook for 24 hours in the morning of inauguration? No. Yeah, because I always get that community standards thing that's like, this is (laughs) bullying or whatever, and I'm always like, ignore. And (laughs) finally, I think you could do enough, and I got a thing, and I I was trolling. I wasn't trolling. I was was fucking straight up bullying a transphobe. And I was (laughs) like, you're fucking pile of human garbage, but I think you already know that. (laughs) <laughs> so in the morning it was like eight in the morning and it was like i tried to like something or post and it was like you can't blah, 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 for 24 hours and i was like big deal and then it was inauguration day and there was the it's like the perfect time to fucking troll republicans and <laughs> there was all these amazing bernie memes and i just couldn't do anything it was fucking <laughs> terrible memes. oh my god <laughs> like your a- poor your poor mittened hands were tied <laughs> i know it was awful the thing was like um yeah, so you've done this a bunch this past year. <laughs> okay, so I have a few emails that I want you to hear, but I am just going to read them in order of how they came in because they're all like super different in tone. Mm-hmm. So this one is incredible. This is from Lindsay and it is called Shay Hogan. Laugh emoji. What's that? Oh, here we go. Okay. Hey, Tasha and Gabe, I just emerged from a deep wiki rabbit hole in which I came across something that might be of interest to you. And then she gives the fucking link. Mm -hmm. Apparently, in 1985, Munch hosted a TV show called Hot Properties. During an episode featuring Mr. T and Hulk Hogan, Munch insists that Hogan show him a signature wrestling move. Hogan, despite reservations, puts Munch in a headlock and Munch promptly passes out, hits his head on the floor, wakes up and transitions to commercial break. Like a true pro, if I'm being honest. Anyway, he had to get nine stitches and went (gasps) on to sue Hogan. Munch then used the money from the lawsuit to buy a house in the south of France that he named Shea Hogan. What? So, 
<laughs> so if you're ever particularly annoyed with Munch, just know that there are videos online of Belzer going limp in Hogan's arms. I wouldn't normally be gleeful at violence, but I think it's fine because he was okay and he got Shay Hogan out of the deal. I was about to write, quote, the 80s were wild, but then I remember a reality star is literally destroying American democracy as I type. Yeah. Sorry if this is old news. I love your show, but I'm only halfway through the first season because I'm trying to refrain from binging as to prolong the experience. Oh, we love you. So if you happen to mention this obscure 80s lawsuit involving Munch in one of your episodes, don't think I just wasn't listening closely. Thank you for the entertainment. Yours in a shared distaste for Munch, Lindsay. Okay, Lindsay, we didn't know this and I've read this email three or four times. Okay, Lindsay, because (laughs) of that email, I am doubling down. (laughs) Sorry, Tasha. I'm doubling down. I can't. Okay, I can never like I have I fully gave myself over to my 180. But as we get further into season two, I'm like, fuck munch mm-hmm. i'm toggling okay just because he's nice sometimes nah, doesn't make dude. him a good dude but we also can't muddy the waters between reality and fiction and we don't know all the details of <laughs> like how this all panned out like how the whole hulk hogan and richard bowser thing really no, I'm went talking about his character huh I'm talking about munch i know but like this was not munch this wasn't hogan and munch and and munch the character has a, a shay hogan yeah huh? but he's he's wearing munch's face so it's fine this isn't face off this isn't fucking i just love that story i love that i didn't know it and i love that i know it now yeah thanks Lindsay. thanks Lindsay. okay this is like hard switching tone but we got this really really great email from a girl i'm gonna keep this one anonymous just because i told her i would okay. um okay so this is about the episode with um, Chanel Miller. Which one's that? Oh. She was assaulted and we don't like talk burner. Oh, yeah, that's right. We said he, we won't say his name anymore. That's right. Yeah. Boop. Boop. Okay. She says, hi there. I started listening to your podcast earlier during quarantine. I had no idea that y'all started recording it around the time the pandemic began. Otherwise, I probably would have emailed you sooner. That's when we started putting out episodes was May oh, yeah. of... 2020. I just wanted to thank you and share a little bit of my experience as context to why I'm so grateful to you both. This is not me jerking us off. Honestly, this is like, it's so kind that she would say that, but I just feel like it's important to acknowledge somebody's story who shares it so freely. About two years ago, I had experienced an assault that brought up a lot of emotions and memories from my earlier life. I had a really hard time coping with it all. I didn't necessarily have the support I needed at the time and things got better, but very gradually. I'm still learning to heal from those things. And while not everyone in my life at the time was very patient with me, the people that I have in my life now are very supportive of me, even when I kind of dip off the deep end a little. Mm. Being a person is already a very strange process to understand, but throw in some trauma and you have quite a mess. You would think after all this time, we would have more advocates of survivors. While the people around me seem to be the type you would think would believe you when you discuss an occurrence like that, they didn't. It made it very hard to like myself Even now, people can be very devil's advocate about these things, especially when it occurs close to home. When I heard Chanel Miller's name and her story, I cried and I laughed. I couldn't believe how similar a survivor's story could be. I was very proud of her and myself. It felt nice. I was touched to hear the part about Chanel trying stand-up and doing so well. After my assault, I auditioned for a theater program at my university and got accepted. I decided to finish my English degree up instead, but to know that it was possible was enough in a way. One of the worst things about what happened, I think, was just feeling so alone with what I felt. When I heard her story, I realized that 
that I was wrong. I'm still learning to heal in a lot of ways, but I think one thing that helps is to realize that you're not alone. I really just thought I would find some short form way to thank you without having to share so much, but I guess that's how it turned out. Ha -ha. Thank you for making me laugh so much. Quarantine has been weird and whatever brought you to creating this, I'm very grateful that you did. Love you. Bye. Oh, shit. I know. Man, that's heavy. That's fucking... I know. How cool that she feels like she can say those things, you know? Yeah. I just think it's amazing that somebody has that ability to have that level of self-reflection and growth. And also, it's a great tool. Like, that's why I wanted to talk about it, because I think it's a a great thing. Even if we think that we are supporters, we always have to be looking at how we approach it. Because Mm -hmm. she's like, you would think my friends would be these people, you know, without going into any detail. There's plenty of times where we say stupid shit because we haven't been there. We don't fully understand. Mm -hmm. But just like be okay with not understanding, you know, or not having the answer. It's uncomfortable if someone is going through something traumatic and you want to. Yeah, you want to like downplay it, fix it. Yeah. Sometimes they're just not okay, And that's fine. Yeah. You know, sometimes just being just listening. Mm hmm. You know, because I do that a lot. I'm like, what can I do for a solution? How can I make this person feel better? How can I whatever? And it's like, maybe just be quiet. Like, it's uncomfortable to like, let that just happen or let that just be, you know, I just think that you're amazing listener. Yeah. Thank you so much for this message. Okay, so. This is for you. For me? Yeah. Specifically? Um, yeah, because I don't care about this shit. Oh. Okay. <laughs> is it about the stamps? <laughs> the inverted Jenny came to the... No. <gasps> oh, my God. No, it's not. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, it is. <laughs> How did you um, even no. remember that, the name of it? I don't know. I just went through the file in my brain. <laughs> and i found it yeah pulled it yeah that's how yeah that's how remembering things works yeah yeah <laughs> like i don't know it's crazy i just like found it in my brain <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is what i did oh jesus omg hey i found your podcast a week ago and i've been binge listening while driving around i'm obsessed you two remind me of me and my friends but the super hilarious version <gasps> what's her name her name is stephanie hey stephanie But she signs off as Steph, so we'll call you Steph. I'm almost caught up to the newest episodes, and I'm sad I'll have to wait for it to be released weekly. I heard you asking for ghost stories, (gasps) and I have a few. Oh, my God. Fucking finally. Steph. (laughs) Steph, you beautiful bitch. So we moved into our house when I was eight, and now I'm 25. The minute I walked into our basement, I had the weirdest feeling, and I knew that I needed to avoid it at all costs. Mm -hmm. I still have an odd feeling when I'm in the basement, but I've learned to push it aside. I believe there's a man ghost (gasps) and two ghost cats that reside in my house. Whoa, gross. A man and cats? (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Sick. Two things that Gabe fucking hates. Men and cats. Why can't anything be fucking haunted by like a giant wiener? (laughs) <laughs> like also why are there only like ghosts from like the fucking 18th century why isn't there like a guy in a mesh fucking shirt from the 80s that's like <laughs> or caveman ghost okay think about it <laughs> where's the fat pants ghost that died of an overdose of fucking e in 99 97 sorry you can hear his jenkos dragging on the hallway floor at night <laughs> it's like you can hear his chain wallet jingling <laughs> All she says is, I used to date a DJ. I used to date a DJ. Give me a sea breeze. Okay, I'm done. Sorry. Okay. I laughed super hard the whole time I read this, by the way. Maybe it's because none of this scares me, but we'll see how you do with it. You're fucking crazy. One cat was there when we moved in, 
And the second cat was our family cat until he passed about four years ago. Mm -hmm. The ghost cats will jump up on my bed, especially at night. They'll also rub up against my leg and play with our cat that's still alive. No. Mm -mm. The man ghost is... <laughs> the man ghost is super creepy and attached to me. I've seen him a lot. He has a black hat, handlebar mustache, old-fashioned clothes on, and glasses. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have described him as like, he's got a members-only jacket, <laughs> a Freddie Mercury mustache. Rolled up fucking gray sweatpants. Big ol' headphones. And Jeffrey Dahmer glasses. He's literally like Johnny Depp in that fucking horror movie. Fear and Loathing. No. <laughs> <laughs> the Freddy Krueger movie is like his first movie he was in. He was like, oh, I didn't, he was yeah. wearing just look at his outfit, and then you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I don't, I don't watch scary movies. There was a, there was a thing with like dudes rolling up their gray sweatpants to like really accentuate the bulge. It was really weird. Yeah, really my sister was in that era of like tight rolling jeans. No, 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 rolling them on the waist. Oh, to accentuate their dick bulge. Yeah, dude. Hold on, I, I'm hold on. But it's, like, but it's like weird because it was like teenagers, you know, and you're like this 15 year old. Yeah. But when you're a teenager and you see another teenager's bulge, you know, there's just something weird. There's always something weird about it. I was scared of dicks until I was like 20. <laughs> I, wa I was just like, I didn't want to touch. I was like, ew, gross. I mean, I get that I like it at some point, but like, I'm not like, let me get eyes on that thing. <laughs> Johnny Depp, teen outfit. Oh, God, you're right about the headphones and the rolled up. Oh, yeah. Where are you? I can't. There. Huh. I think he gets like folded in half or something. None of this anyway. matters. I'm sorry. I want to hear about those ghosts more than anything. So it's um, a, no, but I do think it's worth noting that he's wearing a crop top. Yeah, that was a thing in the 80s for dudes too. Um, so he's he's Bill the Butcher from Gangs of New York. Yeah. Okay. Oh, she goes on. When I'm watching TV, he'll pop around the corner, <laughs> and I just picture like a. <laughs> Uh, he'll go in and out of my parents' room and into the basement. When my parents renovated the kitchen, I came around the corner and saw him standing behind my mom. His arms were crossed and he looked pissed. When the renovation was happening, during the night, he was fucking with me specifically. He was knocking things off my shelf, touching my back or arms as I was almost asleep, talking as I was trying to sleep. Super creepy shit. After a few nights of not sleeping well because of it, I asked him to stop and he did. I work right next door to my house and he will either travel with me or there's a ghost in there too because other creepy shit happens there. Oh my, God. my mom has also seen him and has experienced things as well. If one of us is home alone, we'll hear talking, but no one's there. I was going to investigate the history of my house, but then I was super creeped out and didn't want to open a can of worms. So we just act like it's not happening. Oh my God. There's so much more that's happened and other people have experienced it too. Thanks for taking the time to read this and I can't wait for more pods. Steph. Oh my God. She's got to have way more stories. Steph's tell me more. DM me, <laughs> dude. More. See, she's not satisfied. This guy told me a scary story yesterday. Oh my God. Oh, I'll have to tell you. Whatever. I know you don't. You don't care. I'll tell somebody else. I don't care. Okay. But thanks for recognizing that, and I love you so much. You'll believe it when I tell you if I tell you the story because this is it's weird. What do you mean? Well, now I want to know. Don't okay, do that. Okay. Tell me. Quick version. This guy. He lived in Austin. He was like seeing this girl, and like one night he was staying over there when they were dating. She was like, "Hey, just so you know, I'm like connected to spirits." I made like the jack off eye roll motion. I was like, "Oh yeah," you know, when he's telling the story. <laughs> yeah. I'm connected to spirits and blah blah blah. But he was staying over. She said that there was one ghost guy that. 
that follows her everywhere, like everywhere mm-hmm. she lives or whatever. It's just always like been there. And it's like a short, like a five two, but it's like, like a man. Mm-hmm. And so he woke up and at the end of the bed, he saw it. He could like see through it. It's like a black figure sort of a thing. Okay. And he could see through it and he looked, he had like his arms like this. Hands on his hips. Yeah. yeah. And then he was like, okay. And like put the covers over his head. And he yeah. was like, well, I've been drinking. I probably like whatever, whatever. A couple years later, he's doing this like skate stuff. He's like a little skate kid. And he was talking to this guy, this other guy. He didn't know, but they started talking about ghosts or whatever. And the other guy was like, oh my God, I was seeing this chick once and I would like slept over and I got up in the middle of the night to go into the kitchen to get something to drink. And I saw this like black kind of see-through figure of a man, but he was like crouched under the uh, table (gasps) or whatever. And I was like, whoa. And then they find out it's the same girl. Oh, yeah. He's like, can you fucking believe that? And I was like, oh my God, I'm like... Yeah. And he's like, it's crazy. And then that's when I was like, okay, maybe I wasn't, wasn't like I had a drink or two or whatever. And was like, this was like, he didn't know the guy. They don't, he doesn't even know why they were like talking about it. It was like, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. Right. I don't not believe in it because I believe that happened, Mm -hmm. but I guess I just don't think about it a lot. Yeah. Like it doesn't affect me when I think about it. Could you watch a ghost movie at night by yourself? No. No, I've never seen Paranormal Activity because people are like, it'll fuck you up. I'm like, cool. I'm never watching it. <laughs> I mean, never. Yeah. Really? It's well, scary. you like scary shit, though. Yeah, so but like, it is it is scary. Your gauge and my gauge are different. No, but like I get scared. Yeah. You know, yeah. I wouldn't watch Paranormal probably by myself. Ooh, there was one. Ooh, one of the spinoffs or the sequels. She was babysitting a kid and he was he came into the kitchen covered in a sheet, you know? The little no, kid. No, dude. No, 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 no. And so, and then right before she looks, the sheet drops and it's just flat. Like there was some, like a ghost underneath it. It wasn't a, the the kid. You know what I mean? Okay. It made a shape. That was scary. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Baby ghost. This is like someone telling me their dream. <laughs> I don't care. I love that shit. <laughs> okay. We're going to go. I just wanted to acknowledge like all of your guys' cool messages and the cool podcasters and businesses and whatever that we're connecting with. But yeah, thanks for listening. If you have a story or something you want to tell us or anything about the about SVU or some crime thing, anything. Yeah. Send us an email. Send us a DM. All of our socials are at SVUpod and our email is SVUpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our fucking merch at SVUpod.com. Abby's just sitting at the edge of her seat waiting to fucking package shit up cute and send it to you. We still have some big cat nude shirts and the SVU pod logo beanies. Here's a fun fact. Our SVU pod logo is actually from a tattoo that Gabe has. Mm hmm. That a friend who gave you that? Ben Murnane. He he's a tattooer in Milwaukee at Goodland Tattoo. His Instagram is at tattoos by Redbeard. He's awesome. That was our original image was just a close up photo of Gabe's tattoo. And now that's become our logo. Yeah. That Ben gave us permission to use. Yeah, we, he was tattooing my ditch. And we both love SVU, so I was like, hey, can you just, like, throw a little SVU on there? He was like, yeah. yeah. and he just drew this, like, super simple, cute thing. Yeah, he just drew it on. So we're going to be taking a little break next week. Just one week off. We will be back the following week with episode 11 of season two. Yeah. This one's called Abuse. 
When a best-selling singer's son is killed in an accident, the detectives investigating the case realize that parental neglect could kill her daughter, too. Oh, shit. All right. Well, I got to go because there's a lot of noise happening upstairs. So I got to go see what's up. All right. Uh, Love you, bye. Wait. Love you, bye. Bye. Love you, bye. Wait. What? Okay, bye. No, no. Okay, bye. Bye. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> 